Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Oh, Derek, we are joined by our new friend and guest, and it is a Zoom this time. So we'll start with introductions and titles, if they do so exist, and then we'll dive into all things nonprofit. All things nonprofit? I feel like that's, that was a big send-up. Uh, my name is Beth Slazek. I'm with the Creative Education Foundation. I am the Director of Programs and Education, and i um, I know all things nonprofits, definitely. <laughs> all the information that I give you is totally legit. Just don't Google it. <laughs> Just don't look it up. <laughs> so it. what brought you into nonprofits? Oh, um, like most adults, I fell on my face into this and had no idea. Not expecting. <laughs> like, you know, like the, this is what my life is going to be. And then this is what my life really is. A little, 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 little bit. <laughs> Um, that was for the audio people that were listening. <laughs> <laughs> Direct quote. I uh, was a stay-at-home mom for a long time. Uh, ended up needing getting divorced, be, getting a career. Be, decided to become a social studies teacher, and was needed to get a master's for New York State. And um, I'd had to go back to school. The difference of having an undergrad in history versus being a social studies teacher was there there was like another year that I had to to take classes and, and do things. So by that time I'm like a single mom in my mid thirties and some of those classes that I had to take were like 
poli-sci 101 and economics 101 and i was going to have to kill myself if i had to sit next to another totally hungover 18 year old <laughs> so when i was looking for masters i came across uh, a list that listed buffalo states creativity and change leadership as an option so I went through that. I was doing long-term sub and I would help at different creativity conferences. And one of them was the Creative Problem Solving Institute, CPSI or SIPSI, uh, held by the Creative Education Foundation. And I was a volunteer leader for three years. Then I started doing their logistics. So I was like part-time and then they grew large enough that they're able to hire me full time. And that's how I direct path completely on purpose got into this. <laughs> yeah, I feel like those stories are very common, especially with nonprofits is because you just have that. I don't know, it's like this drive that's in you that wants to get into there, but it doesn't know that it wants to get into that field. Oh, I like that. Um, my son works in nonprofit. Uh, he's a program director for YMCA and his degree is in international Middle Eastern studies. He speaks, oh, he speaks Arabic and after graduation, the job he had lined up fell through. So he started subbing back at his high school and he's like, Hey, I like working with youth. And <laughs> this is how it works. Wow. No kidding. So your your title one more time from the very beginning? Director of Programs and Education. So what specific programs do you work in? Uh, so we, programs that I run, we've got uh, an educator tracked program. We've partnered with another nonprofit and we do virtual sessions uh, related to creative problem solving for educators, any New York State educators that take it, we are CTLE certified, which is the New York State Teachers Continuing Ed, and they need to get like 500 hours or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, but, you know, it's virtual, so it, anyone in the world can take it. In fact, we had, oh, this woman who's like in Germany take those sessions. Oh, wow. she, she found us, and she's actually reached out for like some other uh, session information, that's fantastic. So anyway, educator program, um, we do uh, we do a lot of training and uh, working with organizations, but we also run training conferences. So we've got the Creative Problem Solving Institute that's held in June at Niagara University in Western New York. Mm -hmm. And then we've got uh, another training conference in Sarasota in March at the Ringling College. So those programs, uh, all of our virtual training, we do being creative on purpose four times a year. That's open to people. We do a lot of uh, on-demand virtual training for anybody that like, organizations or companies. So we've got leveling up your virtual team. We've got um, uh, crush your communications. So we've got all of those virtual programs. We call them workshops for everyone. And you can just be like, hey, I have a couple people we would like to do this. And we're like, awesome, let's pick a date. Uh, we also are working on uh, creative problem solving for entrepreneurs. Mm. So that's a new, we're, we've just started talking with some different entrepreneur groups because 
like the beauty of creative problem solving is it is for people who have problems and challenges. So if you don't have a problem or a challenge, you you don't need this. But also then I have some questions. Right. Yeah, I'm like, hear more about your problem problem free life. <laughs> yeah. Um it doesn't exist. Yeah. Absolutely doesn't exist. Go on. <laughs> uh, so we're working with entrepreneurs because they have specific types of challenges and we're involved in that entrepreneurial era. Like I attend Rochester Open Coffee Club, which is for entrepreneurs. Um, I was really good before the pandemic going to Buffalo one, but that's a gathering place for for startups and um we like to be supportive because we can teach people a process that helps them go through their problems faster, yeah. more deliberate, and entrepreneurs need to get through those challenges quickly. And they need to, a lot of times when we're talking with people, we're like, okay, so you know how you like keep trying to solve that problem over and over again? You're not solving that problem. You may be dealing with effects of that problem. Sure. like. You can take as much Tylenol for your headache as you want, like every day that you need to, or you can go to the eye doctor and get a new prescription for your glasses. One of them solves your problem, another solves your symptoms. So if you're dealing with the same problems over and over again, you're probably dealing with symptoms and not the problem. So mm. let me teach you a way to dig down deep into what the real problem is. Entrepreneurs need to get there faster because because their dreams are riding on it. Sure. Now, what's an example of a problem that you've helped solve? Oh, well, that that of course is, you know, within confidentiality and things like that. Broad stroke. I worked with factory floor people um where they wanted to improve their their flow of product. So, ended up redesigning where all the things go so they can get it um, through faster and safer. Factories are concerned with that. Um, we've worked with uh, elementary school reading specialists for mm. helping increase engagement with their students. It was, oh, it was such a fantastic, we taught this tool called Empathy Map, which looks at, people will use it. This is video, so I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a thing. Because it looks. If you're not watching on YouTube, go watch on YouTube because she's doing drawings now. <laughs> so, like, this is what an empathy map looks like, and this is is the thing. So, um, and then you do like what they see, what they hear, uh, what they say, what they um, think. Sure. Things, those types of things. So, uh, it gets used in all kinds. Of, that's a beauty. A lot of these tools can be used in all kinds of ways. So she was using it as an assessment for reading comprehension. They were reading uh, a version of um, Three Little Pigs. Mm -hmm. And so they were doing like the Three Little Pigs and she did this whole empathy map with them. And all she's like, it was beautiful. In the middle of it, she was like, we need to do this from the wolf side too. So she had them create empathy maps from the pigs and from the wolf. And then they were able to use that for conflict management with kids in the classroom. Because then you see there's always 
two sides. Oh, okay. And you know, you're you get this understanding like the pigs don't want to be eaten. However, honestly, the wolf is hungry, and pig is what it normally eats. So, yeah. um. Those kinds of things. That's pretty interesting because you you kind of have to have some sort of understanding of psychology and stuff too, like how people's mind works to understand what problems they need to be solved and how they can best solve them, right? This field, the whole field of deliberate creativity comes from uh, the APA conference in like the 1950s. Uh, Guilford, who was the president of the American Psychology Association, was like, we need to start looking at we've been concentrating about what's wrong with people we need to also start looking at what's right so you get a whole like positive psychology uh flow from that and he's like we need to start understanding creativity more because a lot of people believe that it's akin to magic i'm creative no if you're a grown adult you have been creative because you have put together an outfit that you like you have made a meal out of seven weird things you have figured out a new way to drive home from a place like we solve challenges in novel and useful ways every single day people are creative they can just learn to be more creative creativity is it's not a magic and a talent it's a skill it's like driving once you figure out how to drive you can drive a ford and then drive a jeep sure so have you ever been to reading lab or reading class when you were in elementary school? No. Okay, so I have, and one of the, it was second grade that I had to go to reading lab, and I always hated it. And my mother was always pushing me to read, and she goes, "You're gonna have to understand this and and do this throughout your entire life, like just figure it out." And I used to get super mad. Where the one thing that I remember about reading lab, and again, this is legitimately second grade is she the reading lab teacher sat us down and she goes okay i want you to read this sentence and i would read the sentence and she goes okay i want you to take that sentence and i want you to write the first word of the sentence so i'd write it and then she goes now verbally tell me the next three words in that same sentence and for the first like month i couldn't do it and she goes it's important for you to not just remember one word but to remember the next three for your own recall. And it'll also help you understand and comprehend more of what you're reading so that you're digesting what you're reading. You're not just reading each individual word as it comes to you face value when your eyes are scrolling left to right on the page. And I'm learning this in second grade. And for me, it was unbelievably fascinating. So to hear what the empathy map is, I understand that like, conceptually I get it, um, I feel like that exercise would be vital when you're in elementary school, just because from a sensory overload standpoint, you're meet, you're you're being introduced with so much in your life, and then now that it's being hammered at the level that it is, uh, this is probably the one time where I'm like fully okay with my tax dollars going towards the one thing <laughs> that I don't have a say in, where it's it's education. Like, there's nothing wrong with having an educated society. And hearing about the evolutions from what I went through in elementary school to now, I mean, I've been removed from school for it's close to a decade, yeah. right? So it's it's Over fa- a decade. yeah. So it's interesting to see how it's evolving. Um, so 
I mean, what else? Like I, now I feel like I'm a sponge where I'm just like, what else are you doing? Like, how else are you impacting the community? Cause I feel like there's been so many evolutions since I've been removed that I don't even know what's happening now. And what we hear is our, our friend group and then other parents are talking about how their, their children are learning things that we learned, you know, four years ahead of where our kids are at so it's like how am i as a parent supposed to solve these problems when i'm like dude this is like this is calc like why are you learning this in elementary school can you touch on that piece <laughs> calculus for kindergartners yeah. <laughs> well so i i don't have a lot of say over like curriculum what we do is we just support teachers um oh not to nerd out on you but you know <laughs> i am what i am uh People always talk about like, oh, children are so creative and they are. And what we mean by that is they see endless possibilities. Uh, you go into a kindergarten classroom and you're like, who's going to be an astronaut? Eh, me, me, me. All right. Who's an artist? Me, me, me. Like, <laughs> they're everything. They are everything. Uh, around fifth and around fourth grade, there is the fourth grade slump. And you can, I'm sure you can Google that term because we studied that in grad school. That uh understanding and that living in all of the possibilities at once drops because that's around the time that we've got to get more concrete in certain things to help our society we have all agreed that this is how certain words are spelled so we try to stick as closely to that so that we can communicate in a written way we have all agreed that one plus three needs to equal four because we have a commercial society that needs to be able to uh, have transactions, financial transactions. What we do a lot with teachers is help them then recover that swing back up so that when they get further along and then graduate, you know, you go out to your job, you, you spend 12 years like, this is the right answer. You need to find the right answer. Uh, don't share your work. Don't copy. Okay, now that you've graduated and you're at work, uh, there is no right answer. We need you to figure this out and you need to work with the team. And people are like, mm, kill me now. Kill me now. Um, so we're trying to help like that fourth grade where we need to understand one plus three equals four. I'm going to do it again. But one plus three can also equal 13 or capital B. Mm, sure. Because we need, we need to have that flexibility of thought, seeing more than one way something could be done or the fluency of thought. There are multiple ways to do this because that's what you need to be a, a grown up. I, I think that's the secret to successful adulting. Okay. So I I know that we're new friends. Yeah. So one thing you need to know about me is I'm really black and white and I'm really bad at math. So not creative. So this is so where Derek This is where Derek laughs. Okay, so one plus three should never equal B in my head. Like red flags went up. So like and I, I understand you're talking about thinking outside the box. It can mean more than one thing. So, like, 1 plus 3 should equal D, right? Because D is, like, the fourth letter of the alphabet. No, like, is so that what the, we're kind of... There's the line. Oh, my gosh, there's... I love that so much. Yes. 
but there's the line of the one, and if you move the line to the one close to the three, then it equals a B, like all together. Okay, That's what and saying. then thirteen is one and three together. Correct. I understand. Okay, Correct. they're they're a match made in heaven. Yeah, understood. Okay, <laughs> however, you can't. I'm gonna add that letter D now because yes, the minute you said it, I'm like, of course. Right. Um, sure. Yeah. Tuesdays is also blue, like. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah, it's it's very interesting when we talk about, you know, curriculum and then what's happening in Mike's world because that's when <laughs> that's 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 when Derek sits down and he's like, "Sweetheart, let me <laughs> let me help you." So <laughs> Come here, I got you. I got you. We'll talk, we'll work this out. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to share something with me. When people find out that I work in creativity. They're like, oh, thinking outside the box, which is a paradigm that we understand means like looking at things differently. Um, and it's the one that I hate the most because I think like if you can think outside the box, to me, that also can mean like no restrictions. And if you have no restrictions, you don't need as much creativity. So like the Kardashians, when they're trying to figure out what to have for dinner, it's whatever. A single mom that has four kids and she's trying to figure out what's for dinner. Like the fact that she literally makes a meal out of nothing. Mm -hmm. And you're like, that, that is creativity because that's when, so brainstorming has a bad rep uh people are like ah, everything doesn't matter uh brainstorming is half of a tool it's like it's like if you had a car that only had a gas pedal i mean you'd go for but you might run into pr trouble <laughs> you need to have that spring is that you warmer temps mean new albert styles meet the super light collection the lightest ever shoes from albert's now in fresh colors They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's allbirds.com code SUPER24. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Brainstorming is divergent thinking. It's getting all of the. Because you want all of the idea. I, I talk about it as... um. Divergent thinking, brainstorming, it's like trick-or-treating. Your goal is to get all the candy. You want to come home Halloween night with a bag that is so heavy you can barely drag it in. And that's the first thing that you do. You flip that bag over and you start sorting it. Here's the things that my mom thinks are poisoned. It's probably not, but whatever. Uh, Here's the things that are disgusting that I'm going to trade with my younger sibling because they don't know any better. Here's like the caramels, here's the chewies. Like we sort based on our criteria. We converge on what we need, what we want. And that's brainstorming is the divergent. Then you need that convergence turning, you know, what we have. Oh, we've got a budget. Okay, so how do we make this budget neutral? Uh, We've only got uh, mustard and saltines. Uh, How do we make a great dinner? Well, Magic. We'll make a um, mustard saltine soup. It'll be fine. Uh, don't do that. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, it sounds gross. <laughs> but like that, that we we want to start with divergent because we want possibility and innovative. But then we need to go to convergent to refine it into something better. And that's the inside the box thinking that we deal with. If if finances and physics aren't a thing. Awesome. It's probably going to be really easy to solve your challenge. However, for most of us, finances and physics are for real. And we we have to obey the time-space continuum. And we have to answer to our boss about how much it's going to cost. So then you use that CPS process, that creative problem-solving process, to deal with, like, inside that criteria. So when you're talking about harvesting these creative tools that people have we hear a lot obviously mike said earlier that kids are more creative than we are just because they they don't have the structure and confines to relate things to actual things that are happening i guess so i remember looking at this viral picture that went around of a school bus that was just a plain school bus and they asked adults what way the school bus is going and nobody knew because it wasn't a very descriptive picture of the bus it was just like a, a blank outline of the bus and adults were like, I don't know, like it can go either way. And the kid was, and the, the fourth graders or whatever it was, was like, the bus is going left because we can't see the door to get onto the bus. The bus is on the other side. So we know that it's going the other way. And everyone's like, what do you, like, how do you even come up with that? So from your aspect, is there kind of a, a golden age to get people to either continue to harvest their creative tools or maybe it's easier to impose creativity on these people because they're a certain age group or does it not even matter? It doesn't matter. The difference is practice. Mm. It's, it's like a sport. The more you practice it, the better you get at it. Okay. 
So we'll, we have what we call trained brains and uh, there's, there's a large creativity community and people will put out a call. They're like, I need some trained brains for an ideation. So I need like just lots of ideas. My client is going to, they're going to shop what they need, but they, I want to give them 5,000 options. So that's like, the more you practice it, the better you get it. The, the higher your fluency gets, the, um, the larger your frequency gets. So like, um, I, I taught, uh, incoming freshmen at Buff State for a long time in, on this. And we would do like, what might be all the uses for a pencil? Hmm. And you know, that's a really common one. If you've been to school, like you probably have bumped across that. And what I would see with my my incoming freshmen is they would come up with like five or six things. One of them was to write with. If there were people who had long hair, they may have had to put your hair up because like you do the little thingy. Sure. Shove it in, in a bun. Um, if I asked someone who's been practicing thinking uh, with a deliberate creativity mindset, they could come up with probably a hundred in 10 minutes. Wow. Because they are not the way the kindergartners are, the younger students are, they're not limiting what a pencil is. So when I say, you know, what might be all the uses of a pencil, you're thinking of like a number two pencil. Mm -hmm. It's about this, you know, eight inches long, it may be sharpened at the one end. Well, I didn't say that. You put that on it. Maybe the pencil is the size of a forest. And one of the things that you could do with it is build a log cabin. Or maybe it's they're super tiny and you're going to use them for like really fun canapes because you're having a back to school charcuterie and you want little like toothpick pencils. And, the, you know, all of the different things you you. The more you practice it, the less limitations you put on at the start so that you can go later and put on limitations and figure out what works best. And you can evaluate those limitations to see if they're real or or you can get around them. Sure. Hmm. That's fascinating. <clears throat> I love education. <laughs> I do because it's so broad and there's so many things that we can dive into. So your so specifically your nonprofit dives into supporting teachers. That's what you said. Uh, it, that is one of the things that we do. Uh, we support our mission is to uh, ignite creativity worldwide to give people the skill set, tool set and mindset they need to to deal with challenges in their life uh, in Weirdly enough, an organization called the Creative Education Foundation, we haven't started working explicitly in schools until like maybe seven or eight years ago. So it, was it, so was it all entrepreneurs or like different focus groups before moving into schools? Well, before pretty much, I you know, I'm speaking about like in the world before I was involved in it, like, um, I know they did some like consultant work, uh, primarily when I started uh, being involved with CEF, it was the one conference, Creative Problem Solving Institute. We did SIPSI and people would come and people would come from all over the world 
uh, and from all different fields to learn how to solve problems. Um, now we do a lot more with specific uh, groups and um, organizations and communities. Um, this <laughs> the pad I've been using is with, for a nonprofit that's in Georgia that supports community involvement. So they do like out of school and after school programming, but they also do like addiction stuff. Mm. We're working with them. I love it's guide G U I D E and it's all caps. Um, they're one of our favorite partners to work with. And we're doing a creative leadership cohort for other people who are in nonprofits that they deal with to help them be creative leaders and to look at challenges in a different way. And like their types of challenges that they they deal with. So they might not be dealing with like second graders. They might be dealing with the people who help second graders. Um, so it's I don't we do we do all kinds of things. Yeah. That's that's really cool. So for somebody that is trying to get into tapping into their creative side, how do they get involved in this nonprofit? Like, can can Mike and I because we're not creative just like reach out to you and be like, hey, can you put us in some of the stuff? Heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> do it. Come to Sipsy. Uh, Lord of Creativity in March in Sarasota. Like that's going to be lovely because um, Sarasota in March is mm. lovely. Uh, it's like a weekend long conference. The Sipsy in June. Those are open to the public. You Anybody can register. You just, you know, you register, you pay your fees and you come. Um, pro tip, if you're coming to Sipsy, stay on campus because we program 7 a.m. to midnight. Wow. There is literally something going on all of the time. Now, where can someone follow you guys? Oh, uh, we are creativeeducationfoundation.org. Okay. That is our email. Um, I th And I think that's uh our facebook also hi i'm the worst um, <laughs> i think it's it's creative creative education foundation on facebook instagram i think is cef underscore cpsi okay um Twitter. CEF um, on Twitter also. Creative. You said the Instagram was CEF underscore CPSI. And then Twitter were underscore creative ed. Okay. Perfect. And I'm Betty Creative on TikTok. So. Betty creative. What what type of content do you post on there? Do you post like uh, I, I'm not very often posting, but okay. I'll do tools. So like I did an empathy map on uh on TikTok. I did um oh another thing we have. It's probably the best thing ever. It's phrasing your challenges as questions mm -hmm. because questions invite forward movement and otherwise you're just bitching. Ooh, I like that. That's really cool. <laughs> that's uh well, that's phrase. that's accurate. Yeah. That's accurate. <laughs> I, so I like, like I, I, you know, if you're um, uh, I hate I hate how much I weigh. Middle-aged woman, this is something that I have said. 
Uh, instead, you turn it into a question, what might be all of the ways I could get more exercise? Sure. And then that's it's a cognitive hack because I bet you're thinking of ways that I can get more exercise. You can't help not trying to answer questions. So phrase your challenges as questions and you'll start dealing with them differently. I feel like having that type of content on TikTok or something that's so quickly readily available would change a lot of people's lives because everyone's looking for that one minute answer to their problems to become more like trying to understand what's going on with their life. I feel like that would be such a great way to do things. All right, I'll do more TikToks. Right, yeah, do more TikToks, please. You like me? <laughs> this TikTok is dedicated to Buffalo. <laughs> Perfect. That we sounds would, great. We would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We'll share it for sure. So anything else that you want to talk about that we haven't yet? Because, I mean, I feel like you can go down a ton of rabbit holes because oh, yeah. the, the whole – your whole nonprofit is such a great way to facilitate more creative thinking. But is there anything else that we didn't touch on that is critical to your nonprofit? Um, Can people volunteer for it? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, we have so, so the conferences, they're huge. Like Sipsy has 22 sessions going on at the same time. Wow. We've got programming from eight years old to you don't, it's none of your business how old I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like we've, we've people in their eighties come. Yeah. So uh, we've got program for all different kinds. Um, the, the conferences, uh, I, my volunteers, they're called the wings because we're in Buffalo. Sure. So, their wings. Also, they fly to your service. And I'm looking for volunteers. Uh, it is. It's exhausting. It's it's the hardest two weeks you'll ever love. There are four rules for the wings. Um, they they tend to be college age because that's who usually has two free weeks in June. Uh, so we have a, a don't do anything that gets you sent to jail. There you go. Don't do anything that gets you sent to the hospital. Now, I got a question like, oh, we shouldn't tell you. I'm like, no, I, I want you to not get hurt. So you, if you look at something, you're like, mm, I might get hurt doing this. Don't do that. <laughs> um, we have don't do anything that creates new Sipsy people in nine months. That Yeah. And then the last one is be nice to wings because we are like if we've got programming from 7 a.m. to midnight, the wings are supporting all that. You're tired. It's easy to snap at the person mm -hmm. next to you. And that's the last person that you should snap at. And we also tell this to the attendees. You are nice to wings. Wings are volunteering. They're working very, very hard, like Fitbits and uh, uh, Apple Watch circles mm -hmm. are like, <laughs> um, because they do everything. There's for people who've attended Sipsy for a long time, they believe strongly in something that is very real sipsy magic now we can't make magic but we can set the stage for magic so the wings do everything to set the stage so that magic can occur for other people so we decorate all of the spaces last year at nu the theme was connect so we made probably 20 miles of we got those plastic file folders and made paper chains out of them and strung them through all of the trees in front of the, the three buildings. Wow. 
And yeah, it was the NU people who were not part of Sipsy were like, what is What's going, going on? on here? Yeah, that's so, awesome. Um, it, it's exhausting. It's fun. We do a lot of like, these are the things that we have. What can we make that's magical out of this? And uh, the wings will come up with stuff. It's yes. exhausting and it's awesome. And we require you to be, they have to be the most amazing people on the planet. That's like, can you, can you listen and follow directions? And are you fun to work with? That's what we care about. Everything else we can explain to you. But so if anybody wants to volunteer for two weeks, um, they can get themselves to NU. Um, they need to talk to me first. <laughs> sure. So do they just email you or something? Like how does somebody yeah, get yeah. involved? Uh, uh, I have the world's worst email address and I apologize right now. <laughs> Uh, it's B Slazak, my name. So B S L A Z A K at Creative Education Foundation dot org. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was doing something this week, and they're uh, like purchasing something and for for work, and I you know I put the, my email address, and they're like, yeah, that's too long. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> But I can't change. You want my email address or not? That's awesome. So if you are interested in volunteering for the nonprofit, let her know. Shoot her an email. She'll have to vet you. Obviously, make sure that you fit with the other wings. But uh, it, it'll be greatly appreciated because the more people that we have helping out in this field, I mean, you really can't lose in helping people become more creative, which I think everybody not only can help with donating their time but can also benefit from themselves because nobody like you said no one has no problems where they don't have any ability to not need to be more creative like everybody has that situation where they would like a different way to solve a problem so i think that it's just it's a good opportunity and it's a good nonprofit to get involved with because you're always going to need it i'm looking to see when our next trainings are okay you can you know what just go on the website um under you know it's creative education foundation uh and then it has learn cps and workshops for everyone list all the workshops that we do and you can see that and then um the conferences florida in march and sipsy in june i i, I know that these are my organization my you know, like the conference from my organization but i worked for sipsy for years before i worked for sipsy right and it's they're just so amazing to be surrounded by people who are open to all kinds of thoughts that are invested in being lifelong learners and uh, are willing to enjoy themselves and laugh and have uh, fun. Sure. That's awesome. I, I really do enjoy this. So Beth, honestly, thank you so much for being on. Um, if you haven't gone to follow them on all their social media and TikTok, because she posts on TikTok and she will be more now, but if you do go on uh, social media, go hit them up and try to tap into that creative side because it really is something that everybody needs. So Beth, thank you so much. Anytime. Uh, nobody ever complains about being too creative or solving too many problems. Like go and solve problems. And you guys have been great. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Of course. We'll have to do another one, too. Once we get closer to Sipsy, maybe, we'll do yeah. another one to help promote the event. And uh, we'll just have oh, a good yeah. time because we'll probably be there, honestly. I mean, we, we need to go. 
This sounds like a great thing for us to be we, a part of because we, we need to be more creative. We do. Oh my gosh. We do. It is so <laughs> much fun. We do need to go. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we will so, figure it out. For sure. Next time, maybe uh, we'll, we'll do one right before then. But thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. And we'll uh, talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Bye. 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 Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.